Blog Talk Radio. The knee joint. We're going to get into details um, <laughs> that that are amazing. And now, um, for for one, I got into knee regeneration and knee rehab uh, because I fractured my right knee the first time in 1982, uh, falling off uh, two or it was actually the top of a second floor. Um, the ladder kicked out from underneath and my right kneecap shattered. Uh, the second time in 1991, I was hit by a car fracturing my right and my left knee. So I got really good at regenerating knees. So let's look at the knee itself. When you're looking at the structures, okay, you've got a knee joint that's completely different. It's not a hinge. It works more like a screw. Now you've got quadriceps, which means four muscles are attached to it. You've got vastus medialis and lateralis um, tracking that patella, the kneecap. You've got the, uh, all these ligaments, anterior and posterior cruciate ligaments. Cruciate just means that they cross. The medial collateral ligament is connected to the medial meniscus. So the medial part of the inside portion of the knee is totally different than the outside portion of the knee. Then when you look, that femur rests on this plateau. It's actually called a tibial plateau. And the fibula is on the outside, and the fibula is actually for muscle attachment. So the weight of the body is, is supported by that tibia. Now, when we look at the infrastructure, um, you've got all this beautiful cartilage, and cartilage is alive. Uh, when doctors say it can't regenerate, that's because they're uh, typically prescribing um, a, a medication such as a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory that limits the building block of cartilage called pro proteoglycan production. But look at this. All the joints in the body are hydraulic. The knee is a fluid-filled structure. So does this mean you've got to look at the health of the blood? Absolutely. And you've got to look at the, the biomechanics of everything. Now, inside of that synovial cavity is synovial fluid. And it, that means that it's hydraulic. So if you have any problem with the blood, the joint gets more compressed and it becomes unstable. But I want you to look at, at the capsule itself because this is huge. Uh, because if there's an altered blood supply, nerve supply, biomechanics, now the patella, the tracking of this is hugely important. And you need a balanced muscle because if you're talking pelvic injuries, lumbar, because all the nerves that supply the knee come out of the lumbar spine. Now, if the lumbar spine is under an abnormal force loading, such as the thoracic or rib cage is laterally deviated, that's going to put an abnormal force loading on the lumbar, um, could be compromising the nerve. So we've got patellar tracking and that tracking or making sure that that patella is going right in the middle where it should, it's guided by vastus medialis and vastus lateralis. And this is why patellar tracking has to be checked by any doctor um, to make sure that you correct the muscle imbalance. But if you have compromised nerve supply, it's not going to work. I just want you to look at all the cartilage, the meniscus, the structures. Now, the meniscus is unique. Some doctors will say that meniscus won't repair and that it's avascular, and that's not true. 
the outer edge of the meniscus does have a decent nerve, uh, blood supply, but the femur is compressing on the floor, that tibia plateau. And that means that the blood vessels, if there were blood vessels to supply that, that central portion of the meniscus, they'd be crushed. It's, but it's not acellular. That means it does have cells. And these cells got to take in nutrients, produce proteins, eliminate waste products. They're alive. They're living. And so they get their nutrients through the synovial fluid. What's that synovial fluid? A superfiltrate of blood. And know that any kind of physical, chemical, or emotional stress is going to thicken up that blood. It's going to start to have those cells, which should have an electronegative charge. They start to connect. They start to overlap. And this is why a lot of, of blood toxicity conditions, such as type 2 diabetes, are going to lead to joint problems because all the joints are hydraulic. And if the blood cannot filter into that joint, also, if you're under a constant compressive force load, that means that you're sitting a lot. So people that sit a lot, that's that joint literally needs, when it's, think of it, when you walk, that lower leg opens and separates, creating a negative pressure, allowing that's the superfiltrate of blood, the synovial fluid to be produced. Then you stand on it and it compresses. Then you walk or your leg swings in that phase of gait and that creates a negative pressure. So just walking creates a negative, positive, negative, positive pressure um, to create that synovial fluid. And... um uh, just, just the structures are amazing, but I also want you to look at the difference between the medial collateral ligament and the lateral collateral ligament. The medial collateral ligament is actually connected to the medial meniscus. Uh, so <laughs> now vastus medialis, vastus lateralis. I cannot express how important it is to have appropriate patellar tracking. So how do you get a muscle imbalance? Well, you can get a muscle imbalance from a lumbar or pelvic issue and where that's coming from that needs further detective work because you could have a thoracic deviation cervical spine loss of lumbar curve can all put an abnormal force loading on that lumbar spine compromising the lumbar plexus which controls that um, vastus i mean the whole quadriceps all four of those muscles but the vastus lateralis and medialis are specifically responsible for tracking of that patella and the patella is off it's going to alter how it's supposed to function, and that can irritate the tissue, um, damaging the tissue. And once you damage tissue, that creates inflammation. Now, inflammation is a healing process, but if that inflammatory response um, is from altered patellar mechanics, you keep damaging that tissue. And in crazy world, they would give you a, a chemical called non-steroidal anti-inflammatory to decrease the inflammation, but again, that decreases the building block of cartilage. <laughs> it's crazy. But the, the synovial joints, look at this. Okay, superfiltrated blood, synovial fluid. Around all the tendons are bursa sacs, and that's filled with bursa fluid. Again, superfiltrated blood. So ultimately, we got to look at possible physical, chemical, emotional stress leading to, because you've got that automatic nervous system, one part keeps you alive under stress, the other part regenerates tissue. If you're in a sympathetic dominant state or a stressed state, your body isn't able to break down the nutrients. The digestion is altered. And that means that the blood might not be healthy and may not filter into it. So look at all the joints as hydraulic. In bursa sacs, 
Bursa sacs are filled with bursa fluids, and it gives that cushion because you have that that muscle attaching to the bone via tendon, and the tendons cross the joints. Now, what the kneecap actually is, is like a fulcrum and a lever. So this is literally that, that fulcrum or the pivot point. And just, just think, if you have a solid thing here and a lever, that's what the quadricep is doing, utilizing that sesamoid bone, the patella, has a fulcrum and a lever. So it's fantastic because it increases the strength of that quadricep attaching to that patella, and that attaches to the main main tendon that attaches it to the tibia. But all of these, the, the pre-patellar bursa, okay, if you're kneeling a lot, if you've had a lot of knee problems, and we, I have a lot of contractors as patients, people that kneel a lot, people that, that have that force loading, this is why I recommend knee um, pads for everyone that's kneeling. <laughs> you, you've got to have those pads, baby, because you can't kneel on a hard surface. And that, if you are kneeling on that hard surface, that can negatively attack the, uh, um, affect those bursa sacs that can cause a compressive force loading and cause damage. And this is hugely important because it, remember that synovial membrane you have fluid flowing in and fluid flowing out. So you need that fluid transfer. Now, if you have damage to that synovial membrane, the fluid will flow in and that'll cause knee swelling because the fluid won't come out. So it has to do with tissue damage or damage of those bursa sacs that can create that stiffening of the joint or that, that the trauma to those synovial membranes can actually clog the valves that drain the synovial membrane. So look at all of the bursa sacs. And this is where they say bursitis. Itis means inflammation. Uh, bursitis is from lack of fluid to the joint. And this is why it's crazy because a lot of people will use ice on bursitis, which will feel better. It will. But what's the ultimate cause? What caused that itis or that inflammation? Remember, the bursa sacs are filled with bursa fluid, and they're designed to cushion that because those tendons are going around a mobile joint. And if you have dehydration of that joint from what? Could be inefficient blood. The blood may be in a stressed state where the cells aren't separate. They can't flow in there. You could have damaged the bursa sacs from direct trauma, which allows fluid to flow in and not flow out. So all of that inflammation is from either inappropriate blood or inappropriate biomechanics or uh, toxicity. Now, think of this, the Baker cyst. We see these all the time, all the time. And it, it just want to know, Baker cyst, is that a problem or an alarm? It's an alarm. It's not the problem. So when you have swelling of that, that synovial membrane, when you have swelling of that, what that does is that a problem with blood flowing in or fluid flowing out? You know, fluid flowing in or fluid flowing out? Obviously, it's not. It's flowing in because it's swelling up, but it's not flowing out. So this is why to correct a Baker cyst, you've got to restore the biomechanics of the foot, the knee, quadriceps. You've got to look at the lumbar and pelvic issue. But what we do is we distract the knee and we create a back pressure on that Baker cyst 
to increase the pressure inside of the knee. And, and it's, it's uncomfortable, but if you're grabbing, cause I'll put the patient's foot between my legs and I'll distract, I'll move my body back to distract that joint while I'm able to get in there and move that, that fluid filled sac, that Baker cyst to create an increased pressure to blow out the valves to allow that fluid to drain. And it drains really, really well and very, very quickly. But you got to fix the nutritional problem or anything that's making the blood not healthy. You've got to distract the joint to create inflammation and then the body can regenerate. But just know that this is um, very, very common. Most common knee injuries is the medial meniscus. Why? Because that knee joint is not a hinge. It's a screw. It moves twice as much on the medial aspect as it does on the lateral. And the medial and collateral ligament is attached to that meniscus. Now, injuries can also occur from a sedentary lifestyle because that knee joint is hydraulic. It's not getting the movement it needs to function properly, and the knee begins to desiccate or dry up, causing all the structures in the knee to be unhealthy. And just know that it doesn't move like this. It turns. This is actually not a really good picture because the medial meniscus is shaped more like a C. The lateral meniscus is shaped more like a circle. So there is twice as much movement on the medial aspect as it is on the lateral aspect. And uh, once you understand that, okay, you, you can um, see the biomechanics a little bit more clear. Now, the terrible triad of Donahue. Oh my gosh, I see this injury all the time. And what it is, it's a hit from the lateral or outside of the knee, typically directly from the side. Um, generally, it's from the back and side at an oblique angle. And this tears three structures. First, the medial collateral ligament. Then the medial meniscus goes. Then the um, posterior cruciate ligament goes, or, or anterior cruciate ligament. That limits the tibia from moving forward. So it's the lat medial collateral ligament medial meniscus, anterior cruciate ligament, terrible triad of Donahue, amazing structures. And when the, the ligaments are completely torn, okay, then a surgical intervention is appropriate. When they're partially torn, the ligaments are alive. You can change the biomechanics, stabilize it, and then by creating inflammation and be creating more fluid to that knee joint, even partially torn ligaments can regenerate. Now, braces for the knees. I've seen so many bad braces. Like whenever you're assessing the knee, it's important to keep in mind that the knee pivots on the lateral aspect and turns and glides on the medial aspect. So the knee joint goes from, from flexion to extension. It's working like a screw, baby. It's amazing. Okay, but many people with knee injuries are wearing knee brace with the same hinge on both sides. And that's going to set up an abnormal force loading. So any knee brace has got to be have double the movement on the medial aspect or the inside of the knee as it does on the outside of the knee. And that, I only recommend the knee braces with the metal and with the hinges under severe knee injuries where you got to limit it. But then with knee injuries, you got to look at the physical, chemical, and emotional stress. You've got to get the nutrients. This is why collagen is so important. This is why stress level is so important, because if you're in a stressed state, you're not going to have the digestive 
um, function, that resting, digesting, and repairing, you're not going to get the available amino acids to regenerate the tissue. Now, um, a proper knee brace should have a double motion on the inside as it does on the outside. So it's evident on the outside. And um, <laughs> huge. I, I, I don't know why more doctors aren't understanding this. Um, unless it's post-surgery, post-fractures, I do not recommend it. The type of knee brace that I really recommend, okay, for I'd say over 90% of the knee injuries, is has no metal on either side. It doesn't limit the motion of the knee. And these are the most common knee injuries, like um, tendonitis, tendinosis, um, uh, ten, uh, inflammation of the structures. You want to increase the blood flow. So a knee brace made of neoprene material, just wetsuit material, just anything to, to increase the temperature of that knee, to increase the metabolism so you can start to heal it. Just, just think, if you put heat on a joint and move it away, what color is the joint? It's red because you're artificially elevating the blood pressure there. And what is the knee joint? It's a hydraulic joint. So if you're increasing the blood flow, you're going to increase synovia fluid production, you're going to increase bursa fluid production, and you're going to help that hydraulic joint function correctly. These braces should only, well, the one-sided knee braces, two-sided knee braces, you got to have double the motion of the medial aspect. But these braces are for extreme cases, post-surgery, complete tears. You know, I mean, rarely do I recommend these. That neoprene ba bra brace is the best. Um, now, and, and when, if you have a knee trauma, you also have to look at the biomechanics of the foot. You have to look at the calf muscle. The calf muscle has, um, there are three muscles in there, right and left gastroc and the soleus. The soleus is called the soleus pump. So if you have altered mechanics or altered dorsiflexion of the foot, you're going to talk altered fluid flow to the knee. And if you do have a knee injury, you have to address the pelvis because that's going to alter the gait. So once you're correcting the physical, chemical, and emotional stressors from post-trauma and all the biomechanics, then the knee can regenerate. This is why when we're talking about the structures of the knee, why is the proper nerve supply? Because if you're in a sympathetic dominant or a stressed state, you're not going to get the raw materials to rebuild that knee. If you have compromised nerve supply to the knee, you could have a muscle tracking or a patellar tracking imbalance uh, where vastus lateralis and vastus medialis are not. If you have altered nerve supply, you could be compromising the nerves inside of the foot, which flatten out the foot, which could have predisposed you to knee injuries anyway. And then regular exercise. This is why we cause distractive forces on the knee, but just restoring the biomechanics of the foot, restoring the muscle balance of the knee, stabilizing the pelvis, getting all those structures, but regular exercise, it, you are designed, the more you work a joint, the healthier the joint gets once you've repaired the tissue. And to repair tissue, you've got to create a little bit of inflammation so the body can regenerate. Then proper nutrition. This is where all the supplements, I mean, your diet's got to consist of stuff your great-great-grandparents would recognize. Organic, healthy, free from preservatives. Um, if you are in a stress state because you have pain, make sure you're pre-digesting it, getting collagen, um, bone broth. Um, your, it, 
fermented food so you can get all the amino acids and the raw materials to build it. Because if you're in a stressed state, you need to have the nutrients in there. But if you're in a stressed state, you can't even break them down. So that's why the collagen supplements bone broth that pre-digest it so it gets you the raw materials. Sleep is when the body regenerates. This is why sometimes knee injuries are so bad that they'll wake you up at night. And that's why we recommend that neoprene knee support. And there's also a cool trick too. Like if you remember the socks that basketball players used to use, the big, big, long ones, I say cut the toes off of those and slide that sock up beyond the knee, up onto the thigh, and then put the um, neoprene brace over it. This way you can get deep sleep, but also look at our sleep restriction therapy videos so you can sleep through the night, not get up to pee. And that little bit of support and heat will increase the metabolic response of your body so it can regenerate that. And then prayer and meditation. If you look at all the studies, is prayer scientific? Absolutely. Every time prayer meditation is utilized in tissue regeneration, it works better. It turns out attitude of gratitude and, and, and uh, connecting with the power that built you is a good thing. If you, don't, if you don't have that belief system, meditate. Get in that parasympathetic state. I happen to have a knowing that God built this world and built us. So God bless you all. Stay healthy and know that your knees and every joint in your body is in a constant state of regeneration. God bless you all. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.